Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. I do apologize for coming in a little slightly late. Um, I haven't been seeing very well. Uh, I beat the guy. I do apologize for me not arriving at all last night. I was so um, worn out and not feeling well. And then uh, I thank the Lord for giving me the opportunity for rest. I mean, I'm so glad that we are here tonight. Amen. Uh, Glory be to God. So tonight is the eve of Yom Kippur. Now I have, amen, some honey. This is organic. This is organic honey and apples for tonight. Um, tonight I'll start off fast at sunset. Amen. Glory be to God. Tonight we're pressing in on the Lord. Amen. So that we can be able to show ourselves to be fully approved to the Lord in our repentant state, asking forgiveness for all things. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, please bear with me. Amen. <laughs> I said I'm going to try this. Now, I know I haven't been very well at studying this, but I'm going to do the best I can. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, hallelujah. So I'm getting ready to do the Our Father's Prayer. I'm going to do it in Hebrew, and I hope and pray <laughs> that, I, that I'm not amen, glory be to God, <laughs> that I'll be able to uh, follow through. Just pray for me as I go through tonight's session, because I, I'm still not really, um, um, not even 60%. I'm still real weak. So I, but I thank everyone who's out there praying for me. I glory be to God. I thank everyone who is, uh, uh, hallelujah, who really has been uh, helping me in so many ways. Amen. And welcome, God, William. Here we go. Mayan Yikadish Tinka Savo Nakuka Yaate Rezonka Kevasha Mati King Baaye Et lekhen et 
Kateni Den Lanu Hayom U Se Lak Lanu El Kateenu Kefe Kefi Sorry Keso Ki I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying to get this. Gum Akanu Lakati Lanu Vs Tevenu Lidje Misa Yong In Ki Kalte Kalze Nu Min Hara Lakaki Hamam Laka Vehage Vura Vahati Ere Leo Me U O Le Mi Ami Matthew sixty nine thirteen. Amen. Glory be to God. And that is our. Our Father's prayer. Amen. Glory be to God. In Hebrew. Amen. I will try it again at the end. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So, I want to thank Yvonne Long for being here. Glory be to God. Your head is hurting. Father, I want you to go and begin to drain his head once again. Father, allow the shunt to pull off the excess fluid off of his brain, God, that is causing him to pain, God. My Lord, Father, Father, allow whatever blood vessels that is causing the pain. Father, open them and stretch them that the blood may flow freely. My God, Father, for every muscle that is tight and relaxed, my God, Father, right now, Father, I thank you and I bless you and I, and I praise your holy name and Yahshua's name. Amen. And I mean, glory be to God. We thank you for that God for now, too. I hope that your head begins to feel a lot better. Glory be to God. Hi, Superintendent. How are you doing? And I'm apologizing. As y'all can see, I was in the hospital yesterday. Um, I could not keep my eyes open. I was exhausted, and I still am. Um, I think this is a result from the shots they gave me to my back. And I kind of missed the doctor today because I was sleeping so hard. But it's all right because God is good and he's in full control and I'm going to turn it over to him. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm not going to let the enemy take this away from any of us. And I do apologize for last night. I did get it set up. But once again, like I said, I could not keep my eyes open. And uh, I do uh, I do thank you for those who were praying for me last night. Uh, knowing that I have been trying to press myself forward, even though I have been wearing, wearing, wearing 
So now, tonight, as we have our apples, amen. Yes, amen. I'm wide awake now. And this here is organic honey. Um, everybody's so used to the honey that, uh, glory be to God, that's um, a little thin and, and ripple up. And this one does as well, too. But it's just that it's a little thicker because of the uh, it being organic. Amen. But yet, still, it's still the honey. So we got the apples and the honey. You still can dip it in. Amen. Glory be to God. I don't know if you have organic. Oh, great stuff. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad you're doing okay. Amen. I missed everyone last night. Amen. I'm so excited that tonight is a glory be to God, the Eve of Yom Kippur. We're in Tishri 9, I mean, September 29th, and today is day 39. Man, I know this is going to be a serious season for us all. I do expect more blessings to come. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, Sometimes we have to remember that. in this season, we need to appreciate one another. Amen. Glory be to God. So I appreciate you, my people, who have been uh, seriously been here night after night after night without fail. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Superintendent Green, who just been faithful. I think she only missed a night, and that killed her. She was like, no, no, I'd rather be in the service. And I don't blame you. Um, they might be stepping in to help me a little. Um, as you can hear, I'm still fighting with even breathing. But I'm going to press my way through. Amen. Because the devil is a liar. The truth ain't in God is in charge of all healing. Amen. Glory be to God. So, before we begin... I want to do tonight's teaching. Amen. So our pre-teaching tonight is New Era, Herald, the Return to the Torah. Glory be to God. Hebraic prophecy foretells the present era. For the Lord God does nothing without revealing. Amen. His secret to his servants, the prophets. Amen. Amos, Amos 3 and 7. Amen. Glory be to God. Prophecy is a distinct hallmark that sets forth, sets our Father apart from all other so-called gods. By his omniscience, he declares the end from the beginning and tells the future events before they unfold. I declare them unto you from of old before they came to pass. I announce them to you, and that's Isaiah 4, 48, 5. Amen. Glory be to God. A century-old prophecy entitled Revelation about the end days recorded in the Zohar, the mystical level of rabbinic writings disclosed three days, 1840, 1948, and 1999. 
And I don't know who remembered uh, what happened in 1999. There was a real panic around the earth. And they were declaring that all the computers were going to shut down, that uh, all of the missiles were going to go off, it was going to be the end of the world. And I really believe they were going by these days. So glory be to God. Um, we got to remember that his dates are not our dates. Amen. Glory be to God. So history tags 1840 with the Industrial Revolution. Israel became the nation in 1948. Amen. Hello, James Wade. We bless you for you being here. You remember that? I know, right? Um, from Genesis to Malachi, which foretells the Israel's restoration to their covenant homeland. Hence, May 14, 1948, links the 20th century to the millennium. And example of our fathers, omnipotent. Uh, amen. Glory be to God. And whoever remembered that time, you uh, were talking about 1948, so it was way before me. Amen. You know, because I'm young at heart. Amen. Glory <laughs> God. Amen. So. It marked a valuable time. So now, the great touchstones authenticate 1999, the year 9-11, was a Sabbath, Rosh Hashanah, Hebraic year, 5,760. <laughs> I know, I know. A new era, while the world was astir about Y2K, I remember that, Jewish sages process the end days prophecy. It marks the process of the recertification of the world in preparation for the seventh millennia. So um, the prophecy states that the first step in this current redemption cycle began the day with the opening of the gates of wisdom from above the source, sources of wisdom from below. The hidden will be revealed and the evil exposed. Though it began slowly, it will progress. On 9-11-1999, two witnesses unknown to each other were were called forth. Jonathan Kahn to blow the shofar in the nation of the Statue of Liberty. Marilyn Griffin to say, I am blowing a shofar, the body in a local church. Amen. And that was a trying time for a lot of people. They they wiped out stores, they cleaned them out. They just really believed that it was the end revolution. Amen, glory be to God, in 1999, they just knew. And it was so funny because while everybody's running around screaming, crying, trying to um, get all the water they can and trying to get their stuff all packed, I went on as, as it was normal. I went to bed and woke up the next day and, you know, I looked out in the street. I guess I was looking to see if, you know, was the streets ripped up, you know, uh, was houses fell down, because it was obvious the one I lived in, <laughs> what didn't fall down at all. The walls were so up. <laughs> nothing was moved. Nothing was shook. Amen. Glory be to God. But from the way they were screaming and talking about it, um, even the news made a big deal out of it. it oh, Y2K. Everybody's expecting, please do what you can. Um, nobody know how to proceed because the only computers, the computers got up to 
2,000, and, and they don't know where to go from there. It's a computer. You program it to add more years. So glory be to God. This is why I'm saying it's good to have godly wisdom. Godly wisdom prevents you from falling for these traps and snares that man puts on us, especially when it comes to the end times, because it's it's not our time, it's his time. When is it going to be our time is when he's ready for us. Amen. Uh, once again, the disciples approached Jesus, and he said, they asked him, when, when is the final days are going to come? He said, no man, no man, no the day, no the hour. So, I mean, for you to keep predicting that the end is coming, it just don't work out that way. Amen? The best you can do is just live your life as tomorrow is going to be the last day or even the next five minutes. And if you live your life like that, you know that you're assured that if you are, um, if you pass away in the next 10, 20 minutes or even in the next 10, 20 years, you know you guaranteed yourself a slot in heavenly places. This is what you want. Amen? Glory be to God. I'm telling you, people just, they, they amaze me sometimes because as they continue, glory be to God, to try to predict the end and try to dictate how to live their lives, they really don't know that there's only one way to live your life, and that's right. And that's the choice that we should make that, you know, whether it be hot or whether it be cold, but we still need to choose God. Amen. It's not that I want to choose the world. The world has nothing for me. This world can end. I, I want to go be with my Savior. I want to live in peace and harmony. I want to live where no one is sick anymore. I want to be able to uh, lay on the clouds and uh, be able to, glory be to God, to be in my spiritual state where my body don't is not racked with pain I'm not worried about running into a tree and hurting myself. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to those days, glory be to God, of infinitely. Amen. Living infinitely, not counting the days, not fearing death. It's the one thing I don't understand is people that fear dying. They don't want to die. Why not? Amen. Why not? You should be ready to go when it's time to go. Amen. But do what you can while you're alive. Don't give up. Do what you can. Everybody's starting this new thing, the bucket list. Come on. Let's do better than that. Amen. Let's let's live this life as we're preparing to return back here again. I, I want this place to be. It's back in its original state of beauty. I want to live back in Eden. Amen. Eden's a beautiful place. And there's a song that says, um, let's get back to Eden and live on top of the world. I tell you, I love that song. I wish they'd let me play it. I would play it too. Eden, Eden's the place to be. Eden was a place of rejoicement. Adam and Eve didn't know how good they had it until after they had to come out of there and that Angel, get up there with that golden sword to block the entranceway to keep them from going back to the tree of life, which would have kept them in this un, uh, this unhappy 
state forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. With no chance of dying because they would have continued living in pain. Amen. Hallelujah. So the new era, the Spirit reveals Yeshua, the living Torah. Amen. Doing your will, my God, is my joy, your Torah, and my innermost being. That's Psalm 40 and 8. Ariel Berkowitz, Israeli congressional leader, states, in recent years, there has been a movement among many believers to take a Another look at the Torah, our Father's teaching and placing in his daily lives of those who trust in Yeshua Jesus. There are growing numbers of voices rising in opposition to accept the centuries-long anti-Torah position, a majority of those who claim to follow Yeshua. Amen. Glory be to God. A new era has dawned, and after nearly 2,000 years, Believers are awakening to the errors of the earth of the early Gentile church, Father's teaching. The Spirit is opening the eyes of the believers and aligning their lives with the Savior and Apostle Torah lifestyle. He is capturing hearts that long to live according to the biblical text rather than the customs of the current Christianity. This new era brings renewal and turning to Yeshua, the living Torah. And that's Matthew 5, 17 and 19. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So this here is a new end. This is the new era. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So if is, are there any questions, amen, before we move forward? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I hope you got your apple. Amen. And I hope you got your honey. Amen. Glory be to God. All right. So we're talking about celebrating with honey and apples. In addition to symbolizing our hope for a sweet new year, the reason for the honey and the apple, amen, glory be to God. According to Jewish mysticism, the apples represent the Shekinah, amen, these beautiful apples. These these apples here are blessings to us. These apples represent the Shekinah, the feminine aspect of God. And during Rosh Hashanah, some believe the Shekinah is watching us and evaluating our behavior. During the previous year, eating honey with apples represent our hope that the Shekinah will judge us kindly and look down on us with sweetness. So amen, glory be to God. So we double the sweetness as we dip our honey dip our apples into the honey. Amen. Glory be to God. Mm. Oh. What a beautiful taste. 
Beyond his association with the Shekinah, ancient Jews thought apples had healing properties. Amen. Alfred Kotex writes the second Jewish book of why that whenever King Herod felt faint, he would eat an apple. And that during and that during the Talmudic time, apples were frequently sent frequently sent as gifts to people in ill, Ill health. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm thankful because these apples came from my pastor who believed in giving us our healing. Amen. Jews dip apple slices in the honey. So apple and honey can be eaten throughout the holidays. Amen. They're almost eaten together on the first night of Rosh Hashanah. Amen. Some say the first night. Some say towards the end. I'm doing it tonight. Amen. I think this is very purposeful because we're looking for that sweetness from God, for that sweetness, that sweetness of judgment that's going to come from Him. As the books close tomorrow night, as um, a Yom Kippur. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Jews dip the apple slices in honey and say a prayer asking God for a sweet new year. Amen. The first part of the prayer, which is a blessing, thanking God for the apple. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, our ruler of the world, creator of fruit and trees. Adonai, Eloheinu, Melak, Hayoim, Bara, Fera, Haye. Amen. Glory be to God. Take a bite of the apple, slice. Now the second part of the prayer which asks God to renew us during the year. May it be your will, Adonai, our God, the father of our forefathers, that you renew us for a good year. Adonai, Kadish, Ilyan, Ilyanu, Sano, Tava, Untak. Okay, I'm, I need a little help with that, but amen. That's our second part of the prayer. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. I hope you enjoyed that. Glory be to God. That was such a a I never thought to eat apples and honey together, and now I think I might like it. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God.
Everybody can stand at once, too. Let's hit them flat. That is the Yom Kippur blowing of the shofar. We'll be blowing it one more time tomorrow night. Amen. It is the representation of the blowing of the shofar that we're having this call back to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight is Tishri 9, Friday, September 29th. Today is day 39. Amen. Glory be to God. This is our last night together. Amen. I mean, uh, not last night. Tomorrow night will be our last night. But we are quickly closing to coming to a close. And glory be to God, I'm so thankful um, that we made it this far. Amen. We repent that we failed to hate what our father hates. Amen. Glory be to God. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Amen. Glory be to God. That's Proverbs 6 and 16. Amen. Glory be to God. Our personal and family, we worship scriptures in Psalm 24 today. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm reading from the complete Jewish Bible once again. Welcome, Prophet Dion Parker. We thank you for being here. By David Assam. The earth is Adonized with all that is in it, the world and those who live there. For he set the foundation on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who may go up to the mountain of Adonai? Who can stand in his holy place? Those with clean hands and a pure heart, who don't make vanities the purpose of their lives. They will receive a blessing from Adonai and justice from God who saves them. Such is the character of those who seek them, of Yesha, who seeks your faith. Selah. And amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift them up, everlasting doors, so that the glorious king can enter. Who is he, this glorious king? Adonai, strong and mighty. Adonai, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift them up. Oh, when you get an opportunity, get some honey. It doesn't matter how much or how little. At least taste it. Amen. Glory be to God. At least taste it. Amen. Lift up your head, O the gates. Lift them up, everlasting doors, 
for the glorious king can enter. Who is he, this king of glory? Adonai Savut. He is the glorious king, Selah. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, we Tonight's name, we, I missed last night's name. Amen. Glory be to God. Which was Yahweh Shammah. Amen. And tonight is Abba Yahweh. I am your father. Amen. Glory be to God. So Yahweh Shammah. I am the present one. The circumstance, the circumference of the city hall shall be eighteen thousand cubits, and the name of the city from that time shall be Yahweh Shama. The Lord is there. Ezekiel forty-eight and thirty-five. Thank you, Yahweh Shama, that just you, just as you created the garden and met with man there. You have determined and planned a city which we will occupy with you. Thank you that you draw close and at present Shama is with us even now through your spirit. And tonight is Abba Yahweh. I am your father. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself be a witness with our spirit that we are children of Elohim, God. And that's Romans 8, 15 to the 16th verse. Abba, Yahweh, we treasure these 40 days with you, and we thank you for revealing yourself as Father to us. May we receive our adoption and Yeshua with joy. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And tonight's letter is Shin, letter 21. Hello. We're glad you made it. Tonight is sin. Oh, what was yesterday? You're welcome. Bless you for being here. Oh, okay. And Yesterday was rest. Not seeing it here. We saw. Did I skip the page? Oh, there it is. And yesterday was rest. 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 So rest. It's symbolic of height and arrogance. Amen. Thank you for that. And today is Shin. Amen. Shin. Shin. 
Amen. Sin is letter number 21, and the numerical value is 300. Oh, wow. And it's symbolic of divine power, but also corruption. Amen. It's so nice. I mean, oh, praise the Lord. We only got one one left. Amen. What a blessing. Amen. Confession and repentance. Amen. Glory be to God. It's from Galatians 5. 16 through the 26th verse, and it says, and I'm reading for the complete Jewish Bible once again, and it says, what am I saying is this, run your lives by the Spirit, then you will not do what your old nature wants. For the old nature wants what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit wants what's contrary to the old nature. These oppose each other so that you find yourself unable to carry out your good intentions. But if you are led by the Spirit, then you are not subject to the system that results from perverting the Torah into legalism. Amen? So he's saying if we live our lives by the Spirit of the Lord, amen, glory be to God, then we wouldn't have to fear when um, old stuff come up that we used to do because we'd have the strength to push back on it and say no. That's what I used to be, but that's not what I am now. We can reject those things. And I thank the Lord for that. Because while we're rejecting, glory be to God, it strengthens our spirit, it strengthens our will, and it strengthens our mind. Because our mind is the one that really takes the beating. Um, Because it's the one that really fights against our own spirit. It's our mind, our carnal mind. Until it turns over completely into the spirit, we still have to fight the carnal things that it that it, it can't see, that we can't adjust to. Amen. Glory be to God. It, it's the one that keeps our what we want. It's what I want. I want to lose some weight. But you know what? I still love my cake. I got to have cake. I want to go on a fast, but I'm hungry. Maybe if I eat a little bit of something, a little bit becomes much. And now the fast is over, and you're starting over again and again and again. Eventually, you'll say, no, I'm not fasting. It's not worth it. But really, it's because we need that discipline of the spirit. That spirit is the one that disciplines us, that keeps us from falling back into our own nature. Oh, my God, praise the Lord, and I do thank you guys for these prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, thank you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Long. I praise you for that. I, I do. I understand. I, I spoke to Dion last night, and I, um, I spoke to her while I was in the hospital last night. Glory be to God. Uh, she was telling me she was very much very concerned, and um. I do apologize. Like I said, uh, I got shots in my back, and what happened was I, I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know if it's because they had to inject it directly into my spine, but my body is very weak, 
And uh, that's why the other night I really was very weak. I could keep myself together. And matter of fact, I slept all day today, and I'm still exhausted right now. I'm, I'm exhausted, and I'm trying. I'm trying my best to stay up, but I know once I get off of here, I'm going back to bed. Uh, I, I, my body is, like, really taking a, a toll right now, but I know that I'm turning it over to the Lord, and he's taking it in full control. And I thank God for the saints who are praying me because I probably wouldn't have been able to wake up to do patience tonight if it wasn't for your prayers. So I thank God for those who are praying. Amen. Glory be to God. Sometimes people say, who's praying for me? Amen. I know people are praying for me. I know. I got leaders praying for me. Thanks. Amen. Glory be to God. But when you got your own spiritual children praying, that means the world to me. Amen. Glory be to God because I know that what you're praying is genuine of heart. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God for you. You decide God's people. Amen. Take a dip of your honey and your apples. Amen. Because that's the sweetness of life. <laughs> this could be addicting. I like this. <laughs> Amen. So we we want to live our lives by the Spirit. Amen. We don't want to live it by what the flesh is trying to dictate and tell us what to do. Our flesh tries to direct us in a way that is not of God because it wants to be appeased. It wants to be. Um, it, it wants to. It wants to get that feeling that that glory be to God that that appeasement that makes it happy. Amen. So we thank God for the deliverance. Amen. We got to crucify this flesh daily and let it know that God, this is not God's way. Amen. If you've been delivered from drugs and gambling and sex, amen, glory be God, especially with sex, sex before marriage is the worst thing of all. And I mean all kinds of sexual natures, amen, glory be to God. That's not a pleasing to God. Or, or even the, a, even the, the vapor of the smell is it's not pleasing to the senses of his nostrils. We have to go back and remember that we are here to serve the Lord. It's the will of God, not the will of this. This here, there's nothing good in it. It doesn't lead us into righteousness. It leads us quickly into hell because the flesh wants what it wants. But we know how to override it with the will of God. I know I went 15 years without having a relationship with anyone because I, I need to crucify my flesh because prophets get into a lot of trouble when it comes to this nature. We want to appease it. We want to stop it. We want to, um, we want to keep it from taking us over because our mind is so used to having those intimacies 
that we don't know how to overcome it. And I'm not saying during those 15 years I wasn't challenged. On many occasions I had to pray and I had to ask God to show me or teach me a way to help overcome when those natures come. Amen. It's a part of nature. It's a, it's a, it's a part of us that want to be attracted and want to be um, enveloped in a relationship to get that intimacy going because it's just something about that touch, that feel. Amen. But if we withhold it, can you imagine that when you finally do come together, amen, and, and not just a spiritual sense, but in a, in a covenant sense where you and him are, are, are in covenant in marriage. That's a covenant. Amen. Glory be to God. And when you covenant yourself together, amen, now the bed is undefiled. So whatever you do in your bedroom is your business. Amen. Glory be to God. The bed is undefiled. Amen. It's between you, uh, your, your spouse, and God. Amen. And then that would not keep you from gaining the things of God. Amen. And it is perfectly evident what the old nature does. It expresses itself in sexual immorality, amen, impurity, and indecency, involvement with the occult and with drugs, and feuding, fighting, becoming jealous, getting angry, angry, and selfish ambitions, functionalism, intrigue, and envy, and drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you now, as I've warned you before, those who do such things will have no share in the kingdom of God. Amen? Think about these things. These are the things that's getting people into trouble today. Amen? These are these things because they're, they're throwing off the, the safety and they're taking on what, amen, what they feel is exciting. Amen. 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 You know what? And if you continue to take your medication, some people would say, don't take it, just pray. But sometimes you've got to fight your battle. Everything's done in prayer supplication. Amen. Some people can fight without medicine, but if it's starting to affect you, because the one thing that's happening to your body is now it's starting to damage yourself, amen? And when we don't take care of it, it begins to break down. But as you take your medicine, what you do is you reevaluate what brought it on in the first place. Were you taking too much sugar in one area? Did you drink your tea with a lot of sugar? Maybe you want to start cutting back. I, I, it took me a while because I love sugar in my tea. It's like the best thing ever. And even though I'm using Splendor now, which is another thing I can't deal with, but I got it to a point now that I can deal with that or not drinking the tea with sugar at all. It's a, it's a talent. I mean, once upon a time, I used to could eat cereal with no sugar. And, and, it, and it all came from me having cancer. 
and I got mad. I got mad with God. I got mad with myself because I didn't understand because I wasn't eating meat. I was I was eating some meat. I was just eating chicken uh, and fish, and I didn't eat anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And I I had trained myself to just eating just plain old fruit, not canned fruit, but just, you know, I had my apples and oranges. I love my fruit. And I had that, and I ate lots and lots of vegetables. And when when the, when it came down to it, amen, and I blamed God for something that sin caused, amen, um, I ended up with breast cancer. It was the worst thing I could have ever went through. And, and you know, once again, I, I sing this crazy song, The Blame Game. I see Nancy Wallace is here. I want to bless the Lord for her. Thank you for coming and visiting with us today. Amen. Glory be to God. Bless you and bless your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So I, w- I began to blame I began to blame God for me getting breast cancer. Well, you know, even though I was eating healthy, I didn't add salt to my food. I was eating my food natural. I didn't add sugar to my food. I ate my food the way it was. I didn't add nothing more than that. And I, I got cancer. I got cancer in both my breasts. Well, I, I know the truth of the reality was was that even though I was going to church and I called myself being saved and I was doing all these healthy things, the one thing I couldn't give up was sex. Uh, yeah, I couldn't give up sex. And what happened was um, somewhere down the road because I was trying to hide who I was, I got pregnant. I got pregnant. I got pregnant by a man. Uh, well, I got pregnant because I was just really acting out. And I just didn't want to have any more kids. So what happened was I ran out and got an abortion because I just couldn't do it. So um, what happened was in order for me to keep having sex and not get pregnant, I went and got the Depo-Varis shot. Well, right after that, that's when all hell broke loose. Um, I got three cancers on this side. Now, this is where the actual, amen, glory be to God, the shot came through. And then um, I had one in the middle of this one, right in the middle. Nobody could, um, you couldn't, I found these, but this one here, they found where the notes are found. Actually, found it in my, uh, when they gave me my mammogram, they found the one in the middle of this one. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I am telling you, it was just something. Because I was like, wow, I'm, I got cancer. And, and like I said, I blamed everything. I blamed everything but me. You know when you don't hold yourself accountable, you damage yourself more? You really do. You damage yourself more because I went back to eating sugar. I went back to eating pork. Even though pork made my head swim, I went back to doing that. I went back to eating salt. I was eating everything in the book. I went and gained the extra 100 pounds. And and now I realize what damage I've done to myself. I really did it just, uh, just, just, it was just crazy. I hurt myself in the long run because if I would have not gained that extra 100 pounds, my knees probably wouldn't have went and my back would probably wouldn't have went. Amen. 
ain't the covenant I made with God. You know, it was just a matter of, you know, okay, now I have to get back to him. That's right. You got to keep pushing. You got, like I said, once again, re reevaluation. The doctors had me on a couple of medicines that I just did not need, and I started taking myself off of them. You're allowed to do that. You don't have to take all of your medicines. Amen. As, as soon as you realize what's going on, as you continue to pray, God will show you. He showed me how to take myself off of some of my medications. Amen. There's some that I'm still on, and I'm working on to get down. I mean, right now I'm working on the insulin, and my A1Cs are falling. I'm, a, I'm appreciative of that. I'm trying to get it to a point where it's almost gone, where my A1C is so down that in cutting my insulin to, uh, to the point where it's almost, I don't have to take it anymore. I want it to be like that. Um, and not only that, uh, some of the other medicines I'm taking is for the pains in my body. I, I'm looking forward to losing more weight. And actually, I've been watching my videos. I've been seeing the days when my face are, like, really puffy. And that, and even today, I'm seeing it cut because I'm, I'm seeing the weight dropping off. These videos actually is like a record for me. Amen. So if y'all go back and be like, oh, yeah, her face is round like an apple. And today, it's like a shape of an egg. I mean, like, I it, you can understand when, when God is really taking a hold of your life, he brings on the changes. We can't do it ourselves. It's him that does it. Amen? So believe you me, I understand about taking 25 medications because I've taken them all. Amen? i got a container in there right now that I have all of my medicines in. And I'm so glad because I'm, I'm down to, uh, I'm down to, I had, I had 12. I think I'm down to eight because I got rid of quite a few of them that I really did not need anymore, um, especially the ones for depression. I thought that was something unreal because they had been a lot of depression medication. And I found out that it was the depression medication that was keeping me from receiving the true spirit of God. And I'm glad that I was able to get rid of it before I did Teshuva because I probably would have sounded like a robot. And glory be to God, no, <laughs> I'm a praiser. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm looking forward to going to church this Sunday. I'm hoping that I, I can, that I'm not weakened anymore. I'm like so weak I can't really stand up. Um, that's why I've been in bed. I'm hoping that my body will continue to restore itself, but I know it's, a, it's now I understand that it's from the medication. And I'm, I'm praying that the, that the Lord will help me uh, touch my body when it comes to this area. Amen. Pepsi is your addiction. Start switching the diet, Pepsi. You'll be all right. Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, self-control, Nothing in the Torah stands up against such things. Amen? Hallelujah. Moreover, those who belong to the Messiah, Yeshua, have 
put their old nature to death on stake and along with the passions and desires. Amen. Amen. Now, 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 Superintendent Green is an example. She got her A1C. I'm sorry, I'm going to pick on you, so please forgive me. But if she has an awesome testimony. I, I would love for her to tell it. Yes, Diet Pepsi, seriously, daughter. Come on now. We're talking about getting your life back. Amen. Amen. Moreover, those who belong to Messiah Yeshua have put their old nature to death on stake, along with his passion and desires. So I want us to remember, we have to put those passions and desires not towards our flesh, but towards the things of God. We can be passionate about preaching and teaching the gospel. We can be passionate. Amen. Of giving people, of, of helping people. Amen. We can be passionate for taking care of others. Amen. And not just ourselves. Amen. Glory be to God. So we can put those passions and desires, amen, to, to righteous use. Amen. Sometimes we got to flip the script on the spirit, on the spirit of the enemy, and be like, oh, you thought I was going to do this for you, but I'm going to do this for the Lord. Amen. My passion and desire will be for the will of God. Amen. Since the spirit, since it's through the spirit, the spirit we have is life. And let it be through the spirit that we, that we order our lives day by day. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Second Peter. 2, 3 through 11. In their greed, they will exploit you with fabricated stories. Amen. Their punishment decreed long ago is not idle. Their destruction is not asleep. For God did not spare the angels who sinned. On contrary, he put them in gloomy dungeons, lower than Sheol, to be held for judgment. And he did not spare the ancient world. On contrary, he preserved Noah, the herald of righteousness, with the seven others that he brought the flood upon the world of ungodly people, and he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, reducing them to ashes and ruins, and warning those in the future who would live ungodly lives. But he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by debauchery of those unprincipled people for the wicked deeds which that righteous uh, man saw in her as he lived among them, tormented his righteous heart day after day. Now see how God, he had to, he had to get Lot out of there. Amen. Because every day his heart was being tormented by the sins of the people. Amen. And you know what happens after a while? It's just like today. Kids are subservient to gun shooting. They watch it so much on TV that if somebody got shot before them, they wouldn't even be scared. They, they would just be intrigued by it because they see it on TV so much. To see it happen in front of them, they want to know what happened. Glory be to God, these kids that I know, amen, uh, the mother died 
in the house, and uh, was it that they they heard the fighting between the mother and and the and the boyfriend, and he killed her. So when the kids got up in the morning, the little boy, he couldn't have been no more than six, uh, told the sister, he said, Mommy's dead. I mean, there was no crying, no nothing about it. Mama's dead. And, I mean, he didn't think she was asleep. He didn't think she, you know, was just faking or playing. He knew Mama's dead. Amen. Hallelujah. And he was affected in some way, but he really wasn't because it was something natural that you deal with day by day. So we can't get to a point where we're aroused in so much that we become subservient to it. Like we just ignore it. Like, okay, this is part of our daily lives. But see, what happens is, is that when you get that way, you, you start to make excuses for it. And after you make excuses for it, guess what's happening next? You're going to join in on it because you don't see nothing wrong with it. It is something wrong with it. It's against the will of God. It's against what God desires for us. It is a sin. He does not want us to have a sin-filled lives because oh, sin only brings pain. It only brings pain. It doesn't bring life. It brings pain. Amen? So presumptuous. So in their greed, they will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their punishment decreed long ago is not idle. Their destruction is not asleep, for God did not spare the angels who sinned. Amen, glory be to God. Because remember, one-third of heaven was taken, amen, and now they no longer was of God. They was of the enemy, amen, and now they sinned. But he said God did not spare the angels who sinned. On the contrary, he put them in a gloomy dungeon, lower than Sheol to be held for judgment, and he did not spare the ancient world. On the contrary, he preserved Noah, the herald of righteousness, with the seven others and brought the flood upon the world of ungodly people. And he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, reducing them to ashes and ruins, as a warning to those of the future who will live ungodly lives. But he rescued Lot. A righteous man who distressed by the debauchery and the righteousness he saw in her, and he lived among them, tormented. So the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and how to hold the wicked until the day of judgment while continuing to punish them, especially those who follow their old nature in lust for filth who despise authority. Amen? presumptuous and self-willed, these false teachers do not tremble at the insulting angelic beings, whereas angels, through stronger and more powerful, do not bring, bring before the Lord an insulting charge against them. Amen? It is an insulting charge. Amen. Glory be to God to think that you're going to bear false witness to God that you're going to continue to, to bring deceit and lies and debauchery and believe that you're going to call it uh, living righteous. Uh, God knows the difference. <laughs> Amen. 
Glory be to God. You should know the difference. You that are walking in Christ, amen, should know the difference of how it should work. Amen. Hallelujah. I think if you're grown adults, nobody should have to run behind you and say, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know what's right is right. You know what's wrong is wrong. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Um, Dion and Superintendent, this is where I need you because I'm getting wiped out. Um, Hallelujah. Are you ready? Amen. Are you ready, Dion? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. What you need me to do? I'm going to read off the prayers. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm going to need you to pray, okay? Okay, okay. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our Father, Yahweh, Elohim, our merciful and righteous judge, I humbly enter your courts in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, by his blood to confess, repent, and ask your forgiveness for my family and myself for failing to hate what you hate. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, shedding innocent blood, devising wicked plans. Feet that run to do evil, a false witness, sowing discord among the brethren. Please have mercy on my family and myself as we renounce these evil ways and bring reproach to your name. We ask your spirit to align with us with what you love, that we bring praise to your name. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. So come on, let's pray, Dion. We're praying against bearing false witness, sowing discord, wicked plans, and it's shedding innocent blood, the lion tongue. Amen. Glory be to God. Haughty eyes. Hallelujah. Have mercy on the family, Lord. So, Father God, we, we come to you repenting for not for using our mouth our tongue, eyes, in an ungodly way. We forgive us for for using our tongue to kill our, our brothers and our sisters. We we ask for forgiveness for for the for having a lustful eye, having lustful having a lustful flesh. Yes, Father Lord. God, we we we. Ask for forgiveness for all that is ungodly, unrighteous, and unholy, and we we forgive us for doing it towards you, God. We ask that you come and forgive us and and renew us and take out the old and then put in the new, God. Yes, we God. ask this in your Son Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, on behalf of our family and myself, I praise your great name, Abba Yahweh, for you are our Father. Hallelujah, glory be to God. We're turning our hearts towards Israel right now. Glory be to God, point to where Israel is, whatever direction they are in. 
We want to point towards them. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, uh, we're praying for the local assemblies and leadership. Our Father, we thank you for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, patriarchs of Israel, who exemplify lives of, of loving what you love and hating what you hate. We confess the sins committed by the church, the ecclesia, against the Torah teachings, and repent for failing to bless and pray for Israel daily. And for our praise and thanksgiving, we are our Father, we praise and thank you for the Torah that commands us to love what you love and hate what you hate. All right, uh, Prophet Ethiopian. Father God, we repent. We as an Ecclesia Church repent for for not taking the Torah seriously. We we have strayed away from the Torah teachings, the Jewish teachings, and practically the whole Bible, Father God. We ask that you bring help us to come back to you, come back to the teachings of the Torah. Father God, we, we as church leaders have not done what we were supposed to do in in the areas of teaching or learning about the Torah and then teaching on the Torah to your people, God. We ask ask for forgiveness, and we ask that you renew us, restore the leadership, restore your leaders back into you, God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. You okay? Oh, I'm reading something. Um, Superintendent Green said, when I was told I had the D word, I thought I was going to fall out. My A1C was 8.0. I took, it, it took me a long time to understand how this works. So I started watching what I ate and walking more with my dad, which walking is really a great thing. Amen. Glory be to God. My her A1C is down to seven point two. Uh, it is a challenge that I'm doing it. My goal is to be off all my meds by next summer. I don't like taking the pill any. God has done a lot for me in keeping me focused. Amen and amen. So amen. So there's a lot of us that's doing that. My A1C was. Um, 13, and then uh, a month later, it was down to 12.5. And it always kept definite for some reason. I don't know But it did go down to 12.5. Well, now three months later, it's down to 10.1. So I'm thanking God for him helping me during that time to drastically get it down uh, those two and a half points. Amen. Glory be to God. So it can be done. I had to start watching what I eat, too. And and exercise is the key. The more you exercise, the less insulin you have to use. So we got to remember that. Amen. Y'all just y'all just killing everything I won't be wanting to do. <laughs> oh Jesus! You just want to just not be right. Okay. This is, this is why we're having this teaching today. It's not for us. It's for you. 
knocking my. I work at a grocery store, so you know I work. I I'm around all that food, and, and <laughs> I work in the. Didn't you go to cooking class too? Oh, and my. I go to cooking class. But cooking class is actually helping me because I, it's teaching me how to, I can bake my food and stuff like that, you know. And so actually I'm eating better. I'm, I'm not frying my food. I'm doing more baking my food. Amen. Um, baking my food and stuff like that, I don't, you know. Uh, the only thing, like I said, is my, I love a Pepsi and, and, uh, uh, I, I, I just, I, honestly, I have, it's my Pepsi, that's my weakness. I noticed that, like, when I was not drinking a whole lot of Pepsi, but drinking more water, my ankles, like, before I was drinking a whole lot of water, I would drink a pop. And my and the pot was making my ankle swell, stay swollen. But when I laid off the pot and started drinking more water, my ankles, uh, my ankles weren't swollen at all. So I'm like, okay, there's a method to this madness here. You know what I'm saying? So I've been drinking a whole lot more water and a whole lot less. Uh, Pepsi, you know, so you know, I think, you know you can cut your Pepsi in half and add water to it, it'll still taste like Pepsi. Uh, still have more water in it. Uh, don't tell me that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, because, I mean, it's really thick, but I mean, and then on top of that, um, like I said, you sound like you need Pepsi free because you need something that don't have no caffeine in it either. So, yeah, so I like today I drank me a root beer. So you know, that's worse than the Pepsi. How's that? It is. Root it beer ain't got no caffeine. Pepsi. I want. Okay, tomorrow when you go in the store, I want you to pull up a Pepsi. I want you to pull up a root beer side by side, and I want you to read all of the contents in it. Amen. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. You start reading the two of them and you realize that root beer is just as bad as that Pepsi. Because I, I love root beer. Hello. Whew, you can't beat a good root beer. And a root okay. beer float? Are you serious? I love ice cream. It was killing me that Pastor brought us all this ice cream to the daycare. And I was watching people just grab the ice cream and take it home, and I was crying in my, within myself. I was like, I, I want some of that ice cream, too, <laughs> you know? Right. But I knew I couldn't take it because I knew if I had got that ice cream, I would have got home and killed the whole bucket by itself. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I have to be truthful about me. I love ice cream. And I try to keep sugar-free popsicles here. But and and then I went and bought Italian ices, and I had to take them to the daycare because they were, they I don't know what it was. It says there was no sodium in it, but my ankles and hands was blowed up the next day, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I just took them to the daycare. You know, you oh. said, Lord, I just don't even want to keep them in the house anymore. I just I'll just deal with the popsicles that I got. 
the sugar-free mm-hmm. one, and be happy. <laughs> as soon as right. I find me some sugar-free ice cream, I'm going to get that too. Because I, I really want to keep my life in this changing position. Because right. the more I change, the more I can see uh, the change, not just on the inside, but now what's on the inside is reflecting on the outside. Amen. Right. Amen. So. <laughs> Yvonne says, Sister Dion, you can do it. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you. I needed that boost. Everybody, look. The, the, Superintendent Green is saying, read the labels. You'll see. The more you read the labels, the more it will help you. Um, I'm supposed to take out a scale, and I'm supposed to put away all of my plates, which I have not done yet because, as you can see, we have paper plates. So now I have to tell my daughter to buy saucers um, because I'm supposed to eat um, for whatever I can fit in the size of a saucer. Don't think I'm not going to eat this apple before I go to bed tonight. Amen. <laughs> glory be to God. I'm supposed to be fasting. So um, glory be to God. But, yes, we can all do it. We can. We don't have to stay in the state that we're in. We, can't, we don't have to stay in our sinful nature. We can and we will, amen, glory be to God, uh, become a fit soldier in God's army. Amen. We become fit. We be able to walk better, do better, think better. Amen. Glory be to God. Make choices better. Because now we know how to how to run our lives the godly way. Amen. Right. I, you know what, Apostle, uh, I think what's helping me too is that I'm not I'm not uh sitting down at a desk just eating and drinking and talking on the phone at work or whatever. I'm actually moving around at work, you know, and then uh, I I walk to the bus stop and, you know, doing a whole lot, a whole lot more walking than what I used to. And that does help. And I, I'm going to tell you, I lost more weight in Kansas City than I did when I came back to Boston. Because Kansas well, City don't have the food that we have here in Massachusetts. Let me tell you. I was on the ramen noodle diet. <laughs> I did. I worked two jobs. Amen. Glory be to God. I worked um, a daycare clean up until I got the job until NCO. And then the daycare, I got to run around. And then uh-huh. when I worked at NCO, that was the job that I worked at my desk. But here's the funny part of it. I didn't get to sit and eat at my desk because I constantly was getting calls. So I was constantly talking. So I couldn't, it wasn't like I could put something in my mouth and talk to a customer because I can't talk to a customer that, yeah, you know, yeah, and your bill is how much, you know, that's rude. So you can't do that. You can't eat food while you're talking to people. Amen. Glory right. to God. So now, and then, I was I was able to eat smaller portions. I ran up and down my stairs because even though uh, my office was in the basement, I had to go upstairs to the kitchen to cook, amen, to prepare my snacks, my breakfast, my lunch. And then I and during my break time, my hour break time, I prepared my dinner. So and because it was just me, I didn't cook a lot. I cooked a little. And whatever I cooked, I made enough for the that day and the next day. So all I do is the next day was warm it up. 
So it just, it worked out for me. So I understand that, of course, and then, oh, my God, when I got the job at Walmart, I was standing up the entire time. So, of course, that's burning calories because I'm not sitting down. I'm moving everything off this belt, and that was pulling my arms, so that was helping me lose weight. So by the time I looked up, I went from 350 to 280. And when I came back to Boston, they were talking about how skinny I got. Well, yeah, because there was no food in Missouri. The only food they had was uh, church's chicken. They had no Chinese place. And I love me some churches. Hello. Every time I go back to Kansas City, I'm at church's chicken. Well, don't you think you need to come back? Huh? <laughs> don't you think you need to come back? Oops. <laughs> You, listen, didn't Superintendent Green told you I'm not coming back there? <laughs> well, then if, but if you're losing the weight here, like, come on. There's a message <laughs> to my madness, girlfriend. Amen. <laughs> but I will be back. I'll be back next year. Amen. Uh-huh. Um, before we move on, I want us to remember to keep Garth Williams in prayer. He's suffering with one of his headaches. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, keep Ooh. him lifted up. Uh, Garth Garth Williams from the UK. Oh. He got migraines? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're not going to help me, Superintendent Green? Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Six things that the Lord hates, seven that are abomination to him. Now, mind you, it's six things that he's hates, but seven are an abomination. Now, here they are. It's a haughty eye, a lion tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies and and. And the seventh one is one who who sows discord among the brethren. So glory be to God. I hope it ain't none of you. Amen. Glory be to God. I hope it ain't none of you that's sowing discord among the brethren. Amen. Or false witness who breathes out lies and uh, runs to evil. Amen. Glory be to God. And I know. Yes, superintendent is a nurse. <laughs> no, sorry, she's a phlebotomist. I'm sorry, I had to correct that. She is a phlebotomist. She draws blood. Repent for devising wicked plans and sowing discord among the brothers. Amen. That's for the local ecclesia and the church, Dion. So we're huh? praying for the local ecclesia and the church. It's um, we're, we're repenting for devising wicked plans and sowing discord among the brothers. Amen. And confession, okay. repentance, and intercession is our Father. Our Father, we confess and repent that we do not reflect your standards by hating the things you hate. Oftentimes, we embrace the opposite to our shame. Please forgive us. Amen. So, amen. So, these are some of the things that brings the shame, these seven items there. They bring us the shame. Hardy eyes, a lion tongue, hands that shed innocent blood is shameful. 
amen, a heart that devises wicked plans, this personal shame, amen, feet that make haste to run to evil. We, we don't want to run to the church. We want to run to the, to the clubhouse. Come on, Dion. I know you still have. <laughs> God calling you out. A false witness who breathes out lies and one who sows discord among the brethren. Amen. You going to stop hanging at those clubs. Amen. Go and be the guy. I don't go to those clubs. I really don't go to clubs. Oh, well, praise God for that. I, I, no, I, I don't even think I've stepped foot in the club before. <laughs> oh, really? Praise God. He yeah. saved you. I yes, was all in those bad boys, Lord. But you know what's so funny? I went to the yeah. club and I didn't go because I wanted to go. I went because somebody drugged me to the clubs with them, and I just, you know, just a big old follower. Sure, I'll go right. to the club with you. But then there were times they, I mean, my cousin and my friend, I love her to death, but they used to come to my house because my cousin had a key to my house. And they would come to my house with clothes in their hands, drag me out of bed, get me dressed, and make me go to the club with them. I couldn't understand that. But yet I didn't have a good time. It took me a moment. After I got there, I'm like, wow, why am I here? But then after a while, I get up and I go dancing because I love to dance. It wasn't the right. drinking that I went to the clubs where I went because I love to dance. Dancing was awesome for me because it helped me lose weight. I went clubbing so much at one point I lost 20 pounds, and I didn't even realize it. I was just like, well, my clothes was falling off of me. Then I realized it was because I was clubbing every night and I was dancing every night because I would stay on the club floor for hours and hours and hours. Uh, it wasn't until my son stopped me. My son did it. He, I uh-huh. went out and got dressed to go to the club one night, and this is when my son was very young. And he looked at me. He said, Ma, you don't spend time with us anymore. He said, you're always going out. And when he said that to me, you're talking about a sister who got undressed. I got undressed. I put on my comfortable clothes. My girlfriend was like, you, you're not coming? I said, nope, I'm not coming. I'm spending time with my children. And her, you know, I was just like, wow. So she got upset and she ran out the door and she went and did what she wanted to do. So the next night, uh, her when she got dressed to go out to the club again, and mind you, I'm sitting down and I'm playing with my kids, and her son said to her, well, Ma, you know, you don't spend no time with me. She said, boy, I got to go to the club. And she ran, slam. She just booked it right out the door. And I saw that, and I said, wow. He was hoping to get the same reaction out of her that um, my son got out of me. But the difference between me and her was um, I already had established a relationship with my child, and I wanted to spend more time with them. I wanted to do a lot of things with them because I wanted to be um, that mother that wasn't just the one that was barking at them all the time, but that they can see that their mother had a softer side to herself, and she can't be fine. I, I played all kinds of games with them. I played. We played all kinds of games and stuff, and it was it was important. It was important for them, and I saw. I, I really think that my son really appreciated that I listened to him when he said that to me. You know. 
you know, they, it was like, wow, she heard me. And I, I know that him and um, his friends must have talked about it because then he was like, wow, your mom, she just didn't even blink an eye. She just said, mm, and stopped and did what she needed to do to come be with you. And um, at the time, my youngest son. And uh, I didn't have my daughter yet. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Hey, so the children must come first. Amen. Glory be to God. I wasn't going to church much back in those days, and it was I didn't know of God. I just didn't have a relationship with Him, but I I had some models of His, and I really wanted to express that with my children. Amen. Uh, praise and thanksgiving. It is a real honor to address you as Father Abba Yahweh. Thank you for adopting us as your children and giving us an eternal family and home. Thank you for your spirit who testifies that we are your children. So we are we are praying for the local Ecclesia Church, Dion. Amen. For devising wicked plans against each other, trying to steal members from one another, sowing discords with other pastors. Amen. Glory be to God. So in discords among amongst the members, it's a divide and conquer. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to confess that it doesn't reflect the standards of God. And we need to hate the things that he hates. Amen. Amen. Father God, we, uh, we as a people come to you repenting for causing discord. <clears throat> between the churches, the leaders, the sheep. We we ask for forgiveness for spreading lies and uh, causing folks to get off the trail of serving you, God. We ask for f- forgiveness to for shattering, for scattering the sheep we 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 even ask for forgiveness for causing discord in our own family. Yes, God. God. We ask that each, those that have strayed away from you to come back and repent for straying away. We ask, we ask for forgiveness for not serving you wholeheartedly and and mm-hmm. and causing all of this chaos. That's going on today in the in the churches, especially amongst the leaders, because we're supposed to be united and serving one God. God, we thank you, we love you, and we thank you for uh, uh, us. We thank you for allowing us to come to you and with, with a repentant heart. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise <laughs> God. Hallelujah. I, you know what, Dion, and I, I hear you when you're saying that they said that you were too good for that. Do you know people recognize when you're a child of God, even when you don't know that? Uh, they, yeah. They, yeah. They would recognize that. They know. They say, and they know, I can't do that. You just, you're too sweet. <laughs> um, you don't belong there. Amen. Why are you right. here? You, you don't belong in this place. Amen. Glory be to God. And, you know, that peaceful of God that was within you at that time, it's shown heavily. Amen. 
It, it and shows very heavily. And, and, right. and Vaughn, I understand that too, because you go to church every every Sunday. But man, if you could make it to that club, then you. It's so funny because I always find this funny. Glory uh, be to God, because you go to club on Friday and Saturday night, and you get to church. Now, mind you, you done hooped, you done hollered, you done did everything. Whoo, yeah, this is my song. This is my jam. And we can't even get you to get up and praise on Sunday morning. You just praise the Lord. I'm enjoying the sermon and the song. Like, why can't we get the same praise that you gave Friday and Saturday night to God on Sunday? Amen. You're supposed to translate right. those sins into righteousness. Amen. Glory right. be to God. And I, I'm telling you, I was a dancer and I was a screamer. So you best mm-hmm. believe in Dion's a witness. She seen me praise God in the church. Yeah. She seen me praise God in the church. She was like, all right now, Apostle, y'all, you need to stop it. You're going to snap your neck. But I didn't care because when I gave God praise, I gave him praise. Amen. Right. Amen. I was. Uh... What we talking about reminded me of Ricky Dillard's song, One More Chance. The girl was talking about how she would go to the clubs on, like, Fridays and Saturdays, smoking and drinking and what have you, and then come on Sunday morning, uh, uh, you know, praising God. She said, I think she said in her song, God could have, Took her in, you know, but he gave her one more chance. Amen. I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> that's that sounds like some of us, you know. We go out and do stuff Monday through Saturday, and then come to church on Sunday, serving God, you know, praising God, and act like we ain't done nothing Monday through Friday. So. Uh, come on now, come on now. Think you've been innocent all your life, right? People right. were people were shocked that I used to have this uh, ridiculous life before I came into church. Because as far as they were concerned, I had a halo on my head since the day I've been born. But they right. don't know, amen. You go through this transition in life where you you're confused. It's just like a, a child who's been grown up in the church. And all of a sudden, they have to go out and 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 try the land. Amen. Mm-hmm. I love I love Amish people. I really do. Despite the fact that they take it all the way back <laughs> to to the original days where there was no electricity. Amen. Glory be to God. And they had to still have an outhouse and all these other wonderful things. But uh, I love the fact that they allow their teenagers to go into the city, amen, glory be to God, and see if this is the life they want to have because they don't want to strap them into the life of being an Amish person unless this is what they really believe in. Isn't that something? Just like God gives us a free will, here they are, they Mm -hmm. give the young people a free will as well too. So they go out in the city. I forget what they call it. But they go out in the city, they get to earn some money, they get to meet people, they get to do of the things of the city, and then they turn around and if they're really committed to, to what the Amish living is like, they return. They return either unscathed or scathed either way it goes, 
they go back. They go back and they and they get themselves reacclimated with, with the culture. And I like that. I like that they allowed the children to find their way. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, come on. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, it's a show that's called Growing Up Amish, and I, I, I watch it from time to time because I'm very curious about that culture. Because uh, I always felt like I belong. I really needed to be a nun. I really did. I wanted to be a nun. I wanted to be in the presence of God 24 hours a day, didn't have to work, except for do anything but work towards my salvation. It, it, I mean, that's what I felt like what being a nun was like. I, it's a selfish call as far as I'm concerned because, you know, you're dedicating your life and then you dedicate part of it to, to the people, but you don't dedicate that part of your life that that that. God has created for you to be a companion to someone else. So guess what? You get into these, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a nun. I'm definitely a nun in my own way. Amen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, I love worshiping God 24-7. If it wasn't for the fact that I had jobs over the years, I probably would have done it. If, if I didn't have children, I probably would have had done it. But my whole concern with the, the being a nun issue is um, you give your life up to become a nun, you still fall into sin, you have a baby and you bury it in the backyard of the, co- of the convent. What kind of life is that? So now you're going to commit murder, the baby is dead, you cre- first, you, first you created a life and then you created murder, and now you're going to bury your sin. How do you live with yourself after that? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would be the one who would out the entire convent. I would out, I would out the person who slept with me because I'm just that kind of a person. So I know that's the reason why I wasn't a nun. I would be the one on TV talking about stuff. Yes, and Father Brannigan came to my bedroom, declared himself a god, and he slept with me. You know, I couldn't do it. I could not be a nun. I I couldn't be a nun in that sense. Amen. So I I be a nun in this sense. Amen. Because <laughs> God knew. God knew what I wanted when I needed how I needed it. Amen. You know, you 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 can't keep punishing yourself for something that you didn't did do by yourself. You wasn't the cause of that. Yeah. I, I never seen the movie Agnes of God, but I would love to see it. Yeah. Um, what what happened with you as a child was not your fault. Um, the result of it is uh the, the people who it pushed you into doing that situation, you know you was a young person, a child yourself and you didn't know any better. And you were just obeying your parents. Unfortunately, it caused you a lot more pain than what it was supposed to. They were trying to let you allow you to keep your childhood, which didn't work for you. It, it would have been better off if you would have just did what you did. Amen. I don't want to talk about your situation. You would have to talk about that yourself 
But amen, glory be to God. Hallelujah. God knows. And and you need to forgive yourself. I want you to. I, this is the whole reason for the repentance. You a lot, Even repentance means to forgive, to turn back. Forgive yourself. I don't think we forgive ourselves enough for the wrongdoings or the mistakes that we made over the years. A lot of stuff were mistakes. And we have to understand that this is why we're doing this. Because when this book closed tomorrow night at Yom Kippur at sundown, that judgment he puts in, I want that to come off of your book. It's already off. So now Dion need to take it off of her personal book. Amen? I don't want you to feel bad about that. That's what the devil is doing to you. He's causing you that pain. And that pain is what made you the person that you had became. Amen? Yes, your personal book. It's a book that you write on your heart. And in that book, we carry our mistakes, our accolades, the things that we are proud of that we did ourselves, but it also carries our shame. I need you to check your book and say, I'm not ashamed of this anymore. This don't belong to me. This belongs to God. Amen. I want you to dig into your book and say, this belongs to God. This belongs to God. This belongs to God. I don't want you to carry that pain anymore. That pain created a person that is not you. When I first met you, I said, she's hurting so deep inside, and that's why you joked, laughed, teased people, aggravated people. Even to the apostles that she was living with, you made her life impossible at times. And it was because it was a result of what was going on inside of you. You never dealt with your circumstances, and you never got help for your circumstances. You talked to people, but they they didn't understand what you were talking about. But I have clarity, and I'm telling you, you can be set free. Do you want to be set free from that today? I want you to slip your hands up in the air. See, nobody knows what I'm doing right now. I want you to slip your hands up in the air. That's all right if you want to cry. Because crying releases the pain. I'm a so little son to Get your hands further up in the air. See, you got them down too low for me. Get them up in the air. Amen. Come on, get them up. And I get a little son to the I need you to pray with me. Father, I want you to take away her pain right now. Father, I want you to dig into her heart. Father, right now, I declare the Isaiah 51. Hallelujah. Psalm 51 over her right now. Father, I thank you 
but what, what you're getting ready to do, hallelujah, to restore her, oh, restore her spirit, God. <laughs> Father, I thank you right now.
He said he wants you to read this for the next 10 days. He's only allowing you 10 more days to wallow in this. This is it. He said, this time you got to come out. Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Oh, yeah, God. Say that again. I said, yeah, God. Yeah, I'm serious, serious, because he ain't playing. He's giving you 10 days to wallow in this. That's the only thing he's going to have left. And he said, you really should come out of it after the second day. But it's up to you. It's up to you. Do you want to continue to hurt or do you want to be free? Because once you once you receive this healing, he said, mm-hmm. your change will completely come. Mm. Okay. Come on, Jesus. Sometimes we don't never meet the person that we want to meet because we got the wrong type of baggage. And God is not going to send that person if we're still hurting from the other. My God. Amen. Okay. Come on. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. For our nation, leadership. Hate the sin, but love the sinner. My God. We pray our leaders will recognize that you hate Abba Father and focus their efforts to turn back to the tide of addiction so debilitating to our nation's spirit, mental, and physical health. Amen. Glory be to God. So he hates the sin, but he loves the sinner. Amen. So we're going to continue to pray for our leaders that they would recognize that you hate, ah, what you hate, Abba Father, what we say. We hate, he hate all these things here. Amen. And focus their efforts to turn back to, to turn back the tide of addiction. So debilitating to our nation's spirit and mental and physical health. Amen. Glory be to God. I was just uh, looking at the flyers and pamphlets for people trying to hire people to sell the apocryphon. Amen. The weed. Uh, no, they call it cannabis. Cannabis, cannabis, there we go. Thank you, Lord. Cannabis. Uh, it took me a minute to remember that. They're looking for people to sell the cannabis. Just like alcohol, cannabis is still sin. <laughs> Amen. These are these things that were created in sin. Amen. Glory be to God. And now just because they legalize it, they think it's right. You know, it's so funny after years and years and years and years and years of people saying, the weed is from the earth. I have a right to smoke it. Okay, really? Glory be to God. Really? Okay. All right. Just like they were complaining all those years when uh, prohibition was going on, uh, they should legalize this empty hall, you know, so there won't be so many accidents. There's much, there's much many more Drunken people on the street, killing folks, shooting up folks, uh, just from alcohol alone. More abuse in the household, not just because of the drugs, but because of the alcohol. So just because they legalized it didn't change it. Amen. Glory be to God. So we need to pray. We need to pray that this sinful nation, this sinful world, you know, other countries, they, 
they call us sinful. Amen. They, they say that we're the cause of wickedness going on in their country because it came from here first. Amen. And I'm just like, what? You know, how are they going to blame us for that? But yes, these are countries that's run by Muslims. They believe in, in, in uh, glory be to God, the God that they serve. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Muhammad. They believe in Muhammad. Amen. Glory be to God. And uh, hallelujah. And because of that, you know, they think that we're wicked because we don't serve God anymore. Uh, we, we serve the God of money. Amen? And that's the truth. Money trumps everything here. If you got money, you got established. If you got money, you can buy yourself into places that other people have to fight or study or work their way to get into. Amen? And yet and still, money trumps all here. Amen? That's all right. Listen, the Bible says, that money answereth all things. Amen. Glory be to God. But he said it's the love of money. Amen. That causes all evil. That's what it is. He ain't calling the money wicked. He's calling the love of it wicked. And that's what's happening here. The love of money is wicked. Amen. Where's all this energy coming from? Uh, God, a final answer. Amen. I know, right? I feel a little bit stronger. Probably because I had a long nap, too. I'm still weak. You won't believe it, but I'm still weak. Um, I'm hoping that it resolves itself soon. Hallelujah. Um, go ahead and pray. For, let's pray for our sinful nation. Glory be to God. Father God, we come repenting for our sinful nature. We 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 know we know that our our we our flesh is just sinful. We that's the bottom line. We 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 ask for forgiveness. We come repenting to you, Father God, for all that all of our sinful nature, our sinful ways. Father God, we even brought our sinful ways up into the church. And and it's not of you, God. Holiness is is you. Righteousness is you. And we should should be in line with what you have have already set in order, God. We, We come repenting and we ask for forgiveness for it, God. Father God, we ask that you remove all of the sinful nature out of us, God, <clears throat> and help us not to go back to it, God. That yes, sinful yes. nature, that lustful, that lustful nature that is not like you, God. Help us to walk in holiness and righteousness. Help us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, God. We ask that you also help us to keep on the the armor of God and not take it off anymore, God. We ask all of this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I believe you, Father, that's in your image with teaching 
for our health and safety. Yet we confess and repent that we are cold to your word, which can help us. We treat you as one of many gods. Forgive us and forgive us and give us your eyes to see our idols. Amen. We we need to be um, very sensitive to what we make into God. Amen. Glory be to God. Like I said, I may have this statue, but I don't worship this statue. Amen. I might have my phone, but I don't worship my phone. We make a lot of things into our idols. Amen. Uh, God teaches us about being the God of our belly. Amen. And, and that God of our belly, we're led by our flesh. We're led by our belly. Amen. Glory be to God. The food that we eat. Amen. Uh, glory be to God. Or listening to others. The God of our belly. Amen. We want to we make sure that we don't fall into the trap of, of putting other things before God. I mean, I have to talk to mothers all the time who, because of their children, they stop coming to church. I can't come to church. Little Jimmy and Becky just won't act right during church. Well, that's why we have children's church. That's why we have Bible study. That's why we have Sunday school. We have a place to put your children so you can get what you can get from God. Yeah, little Timmy's a little handful. Let's 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 let us work together and getting Timmy back right with God. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And um, <laughs> glory be to God. I don't know if my boss is still here, but she had me laughing because she works in a daycare, and and a lot of parents know her when she go to church. She ends up with all her, all the children. The parents are getting what they can out of the service, but she she can't get nothing because she's watching their kids at church. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. So we want to make sure that we don't put other things before our relationship with God. Uh, Adonai is requiring that we draw closer to him. He said, draw nigh unto me as I draw nigh unto you. And how do we draw closer if we have things that's in between us and him? He he said in his word, he said, what shall keep us from the love of God? It's our sins. It's our excuses. (laughs) It's what we we won't do for God, not what we will do. These are the things that keep us from doing the will of God. Amen. What's going to keep us from his love? Nothing. Nothing. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us. Amen. But he doesn't love our sins. Amen. So let's remember that as we're um, thinking about how, what we can do to please him. He said, for without faith it's impossible to please him. We got to learn to please God and not man. Amen. Uh, women get married, and the first thing they do is because uh, the husband don't go to church, they don't go to church either. If if the husband don't want to go to church, make sure you go. Amen. Make sure you go so that the relationship that God can be still first in your household. If you go long enough, the husband will show up. Amen. Especially if you come home and do what's right, you still make sure you cook and clean for him. 
Amen. Make sure his uh, work clothes is ready for him. Don't don't say because you can't come to church. I mean, be raunchy about it. I ain't gonna be mad to you because you can't even get up and go to church. Now that's not the that's not the right life to live. Amen. You do what's right. You you continue being a wife, no matter what. I I was angry at my husband. There was a lot of things that he wouldn't do, but I did not stop being his wife. I still made sure he ate. I still made sure his clothes was clean. I still made sure he had what he needed. Amen. Even though I felt that, you know, he really should have done better by me, but I made sure that he was taken care of. We have to, we got to still continue to be the examples, even though I didn't see it. And I used to say to God, why am I being nice to this man? He's, uh, you know, I'm arguing with God. And he's like, he'll be his wife. He says, for the, for the husband sanctifies the wife and the wife sanctifies the husband. Got to remember that, that we do that. Amen. <laughs> well, now you're hearing some words of wisdom for somebody who is somebody's wife. Amen. If you ever get married, now you know. You've got, there's some things you must do in order to keep your husband, keep your husband saved, keep your husband happy. Amen? Because my husband surely was happy. He was the happiest man I've ever seen. I was the one who was miserable, but he was happy. Amen? All right. Praise and thanksgiving. Believe you me, marriage is a blessing. Despite what I'm saying to you today, don't take it to heart because it wasn't all bad. I love my husband dearly. My husband is a good man in so many ways. It is a roller coaster ride. Amen. But you take the good with the bad. Listen. Don't put yourself in a predicament that you don't want to be married because you're sleeping with everybody in the book. You're laying down with people who who love to bed you down but don't want to marry you. And that's not living the, the life of Christ. Amen? That's very contradictory to his word. Amen? And the one thing you're going to desire most is to have a family. The one thing you're going to desire most is to have a a home that is filled with more than just you. I mean, you you don't want to be in a house by yourself. Amen. Glory be to God. And you look around and you're in relationships, but they're they're not going nowhere. So knowing you as a prophet, don't speak death unto something that should be spoken life into. As you speak life, speak, speak to what you want in a husband. Amen. Everybody has what they desire as a husband, but they won't speak it out right. Oh, yeah. You want to speak it out right. You want to tell the Lord what kind of husband you want. Glory be to God. Just like some people tell God exactly what they want in the house. It's so funny. You know exactly what you want in the house. I want a three family. I want to use the first floor for this. I want to use the second floor for that. I want to use the third floor for this. I want it to be this color. I want to have this many bedrooms, this many bathrooms. You have more details in the kind of house or apartment that you want. Amen. Glory be to God. <laughs> Amen. 
but you don't have no details on what kind of mate you want. All if you if you all you want from your mate is the sex, that's all they're gonna give you. Amen. Wow, she has to let go of my God. Why? Ten years and still couldn't resolve anything. But that was on his part, not her. She did what she had to do. She was still the wife. Amen. Glory be to God. Wow, we're running out of time. Superintendent Green, you off your job. <laughs> or oh, maybe because it's Friday night, huh? <laughs> this is our party. Amen. Okay. You got to go soak in the morning? Okay. You got to be specific, yeah. <laughs> party, party, party. Uh, let's close this out. Amen. Hallelujah. We pray for your every readiness to help those who call on you, Abba Yahweh. May we acknowledge our prosperity and blessings that come from your Father and Spirit. And in close, worship, praise, and thanksgiving, Abba Yahweh. You are the great King of the universe, the Almighty of all things. How blessed we are to call you our Father. You are holy. We are sinners by nature. Yet you have humbled yourself by the blood of your precious Son. You have redeemed us. Blessed is your name. Hallelujah.
My name is Apostle Orlando McQueen. Glory be to God. This is In Divine Ministries. You can connect with me here, right here at Facebook. Amen. At In Divine. No? I'm here. You didn't want me to pray out? Yes. Okay. Let me know when. Go ahead. Okay. Father God, we thank you for the teaching on tonight <clears throat> on 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 slandering people, slandering the church and everything. Father, we thank you for Apostle Orlena. We thank you for everyone that has come to listen and be taught of the word. We thank you for Apostle Lena teaching us the word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Amen.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.